Welcome back to the Slutrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Anna D, aka The Professional Goddess, here to empower women to build their own empire and interview sluts who like to make money. On my podcast, I give you a peek inside my life as a girl boss, mentor, retired cam girl, viral TikToker, and now 1% OnlyFans creator. I share my ups and downs of running a multi-million dollar business and the difficult yet sexy path to success. So, my dear slutchpreneurs and my boss bitches in training, grab your notebooks, put on your crown, and if you're a new listener, it's an honor to have you here. Get ready to take a peek inside my pleasure chest. Hi, sluts. I hope you had a lovely Valentine's Day, and welcome back to my listeners, my longtime listeners. Hello, hello. Got some special spicy treats for you today. For my new listeners, this will be great for you too. Let's see if we got any updates today. I did pay off a speed, not a speeding ticket. Um, I ran a red light. I drive this ginormous, <laughs> big black lifted truck and I'm five feet tall for reference. And uh, sometimes you're approaching that yellow light and that that thing is heavy. And I'm like, I got to go. If I slam on the brakes, I'm going to slide through this red light and that's not safe either. So I don't know. Don't take my advice, but this thing is completely different than any car I've driven before. So yeah, I got a $50 ticket in the mail. An old me would have gotten so upset, would have figured out all the ways I could appeal it. But today I said, you know what? I'm just going to get this done, get it over with and let it be behind me. And it applies to a lot of things in life. Sometimes you just got to take the L and move the fuck on. And yeah, that's what we're doing today. We're just grinding through, getting through all the little tedious little tasks that seem to add up. I've been feeling that way lately, like procrastinating about a bunch of things, especially, you know, tax season's coming up. I got customs on the backboard. I just sold out my book, so I need to find a new publisher for the fourth edition. All these like long, tedious things that I just get really anxious even beginning. Some days I wake up with a full tank of energy and I'm like, okay, I got to just knock out one thing that's really important so I can sleep better at night. So just been, you know, going through trying to really get in touch with my waves of energy and work on hard things when I am motivated and to give myself some peace and rest when my body really needs it. So I hope everyone's taking care of themselves. But I had a TikTok go viral last week about selling my trash. And, you know, for a while, it was fun to do these really comedic, like eye catching attention grabbing seven second TikToks about like, Oh, I sell this. It's weird. Whoa. And then it goes viral. But I did it a little differently. And I was like, look, today I sold my trash. Yeah, weird. But I only made $30, like nothing to go viral about. But I said, hey, I upsold (laughs) this sale by telling the buyer I'll put a little mystery surprise in the middle of the trash bag. So I thought like a a lollipop would be funny. (laughs) So I videoed myself putting the trash in the trash can and then putting the lollipop in saying, hey, sold this for 30, upsell, you know, 20 more bucks for the surprise. So $50 sale plus shipping, you know, hey, it paid my little red light ticket. See what I'm saying, guys? Like, even though it wasn't that much, that shit adds up. It breaks even. So you have people in the comments that are like, well, yeah, get your bag. And then some people who are like, well, $30. And I'm like, bro, I was going to throw this away. I'd rather get paid for the trash and recycle this shit 
than being oblivious to the money I can make. Now, then there's all the people like, oh my God, what, you know, where, where are the buyers? Where, blah, 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 blah. So I made a response TikTok and was like, okay, everyone's ready to start and selling their trash and like bottling up all their trash. But I'm telling you, I would have to weed through like it would take weeding through a hundred messages of guys who are just getting off by talking to me and not intentionally wanting to buy anything to find the needle in the haystack buyer. This is not a 10 trash bags a day selling. Like it's just not realistic. It's totally random. It's never promised. But when the win happens, it's so fucking exciting and worth it and just gets me going. (laughs) So after making those response TikToks, I think yesterday or the day before, it's February 18th today. I know this will be live next week, but um, I got a few emails about some news articles, but it's crazy. These news articles reach out to you and they want you to sign contracts to publish your story. And within the contract, they're like, we can sell this story to anyone. We can monetize off this information. And basically like you get nothing. So granted, there are a few times where I'm like, yeah, share it. The exposure for me is great, whatever. Sometimes the exposure isn't that great, but I just, it was crazy on two, yeah, two days ago, uh, my assistant tells me that the Daily Mail has written an article about me. And this is, wasn't an interview. This was them finding that TikTok. They wrote all about the response. Let me see if I can tell you where to find it on Google. If you type in, yeah, Daily Mail, Anna D. Yeah, Daily Mail and then A-N-A-D-E-E. Four days ago, woman sells the dust and dirt from her vacuum to a stranger. Woman who makes a living by selling her used toilet scrubbers and dirty water has now sold the dust from her vacuum to a stranger online for $30. She sells used items, including blah, 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 blah. She's been in the business for 10 years and her clients worship her products. The job requires a lot of time, patience, people skills, and excellent marketing. So that's what we're talking about today, baby. The marketing, the upselling. Um, I was, this was a really interesting read for me. First of all, they used the photo that I took for my passport. (laughs) I don't know if I told you guys, but if you are renewing your passport, you can go online. And I think if you have it in your possession and it's expired, you're able to renew it online. Like there's different some like if you lost your passport, I don't think you can renew it online. But they gave me all these requirements to take the photo. So I was like, bitch, I'm gonna put on my lights. I'm gonna self timer this shit. I'm gonna get a good photo. And I had posted on my Instagram, like submitted my passport photo. Hopefully it goes through gets approved. So that is the photo they chose for the article. So it's like the government's got me now fucking face tracking AI shit. Like it'll be a piece of cake if I'm ever wanted for all this DNA crime conspiracies people think are going to happen to me from selling my DNA. This photo will link the FBI directly to the article about me. And that was another, it's just so, uh, y'all, are y'all annoyed as me when people keep saying, oh, they're going to hex you. Oh, they're going to plant your little trash dust at a crime. And I'm like, dude, if they get my DNA, like I have the sale, the receipt to the buyer. I have their address. The FBI would come to me and I'd literally be handing them the information to find the killer. 
That's crazy. Oh, you know what's even more crazy? Let's talk about killers. We never talk about that here. This is a once in a lifetime thing that happened to me last week. I checked my fucking P.O. box and there was a letter to, I won't say the name. It was like Sally, Sally Seashell or resident. That's what it said or resident. I'm like, okay, I'm the resident. This clearly they're sending it to whoever previously had my P.O. box or who knows. God, I don't have the letter in front of me. Do I? I think I took a picture of it on my phone. I really want to make a TikTok about this, but I'm like kind of scared. I don't know. I don't know why. Like, I just don't want someone to come after me. I don't know why I feel safe talking about it here, but I want to. I need to tell somebody. Okay, you ready for this? This will give you tingles. Okay, it's uh, it's dated February 8th, 2023. My name is blank and I'm trying to locate blank. The Like I said, the person who maybe owned the PO box. I strongly suspect that the man in the enclosed photos may have something to do with the Gilgo Beach murders. The Gilgo Beach murders is also the Long Island serial killer case. Unsolved mystery for context or murder, whatever. I know that blank once worked in Northport on Long Island and the man in the photos lived there for a number of years. Northport is a small town. Perhaps she knows him. If this letter reaches blank, could you please contact me? If it reaches someone else, which it did, and you are able to put me in touch with blank, I'd greatly appreciate it. Well, I can't because I don't know this person. My, they left their phone number. They said my phone number is blank. It is a landline with an answering machine. Okay, cool. <laughs> like telling your age. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> please leave a message with your return phone number if I I'm not home. My email is blank. Thank you. So like so many things are running through my head. And then there's pictures of this guy. There's a picture of him in 2007 and 2012. And he looks pretty hot in 2007. Come to find out after reading about the case, this might be like a John or something, which is also just so crazy to me. Like I think this guy was killing escorts or something. I'm not take everything I say with a grain of salt. Um, But he was looking pretty fine in 2007, 2012. He looks like grandpa. And I'm like, dude, I don't know if the stress over five years made you look like that looking a little guilty but maybe not like i don't i don't know this guy i don't want to blame him so i found the reddit thread about the long island serial killers there's like 12,000 members <laughs> i posted the letter I, bl- I blurred out the information but i was like i don't know if this could help somebody i'm gonna post it anonymously so it doesn't come back to me this is me after hours of wanting to make a tiktok and everyone being like no don't get involved like whatever and everyone in the reddit thread was like call the fbi blah, blah. but then like reading about the case it's like police were involved and i'm like i don't know if reaching out to the police with something like this would be helpful i don't know i was like y'all reach out to the police like here it is have it i will mail this letter to someone and people like you have a murder mystery artifact like frame it like no this is gross like i don't so fucking weird and there was a guy in the chat like people started direct messaging and were like i looked up this handwriting i backtraced the photos like this isn't the guy but i'm familiar with the guy who sent you the letter like he's been involved with the case like we can't find this girl he's trying to get in touch with she's like a sister of one of the victims like she fell off the face of the earth and i'm like well if she had the p.o box before me yeah she fell off the face of the earth because in my little small town like you would only move here if you're trying to get away from something or Want a good cost of living? I don't know. I don't know. Fucking crazy. ah, I don't even know what to say. It's still sitting on my kitchen counter. I still feel like, I don't know. It could be like the missing puzzle piece or it could be like completely non-significant at all. Like some people even said like maybe this guy who mailed you this letter is trying to frame this guy. I'm like, I don't know. He seems, he might've sent this letter out to a lot of people because he printed out the pictures of this guy. You know, seems like he's, 
he is, I don't know, trying to connect some dots. So that happened. Let's see. Had a good Valentine's Day. I told my babe, I was like, just get me anything but red roses and no shade to anyone who got red roses. But I'm like, I'm not like every other girl. Like, I don't want to be like every other girl with their red roses and their box of heart chocolate. Like, I want you to go to the French chocolatier store, get me some hand picked motherfucking. What are those things I like called? macarons. I was like, give me some macarons. Get me any color, but red. Get me rainbow roses. Like I, I am that bitch. I'm different, unique, amazing, spectacular. Like don't dumb me down. Okay. It was funny. Like I knew he left the day before to go get a few things. And then I texted him. I was like, no red roses. He was like, you think I know this by now? <laughs> you say it every holiday. I'm like, I know, but you know, you know, sometimes, you know, <laughs> don't want to be disappointed. Let's see. Uh, my store had a Valentine's Day sale. That went really well. Still got some stuff available at thehornystoner.com. That was fun. Got to ship out a bunch of dicks. What was even more fun was the company that sent me a huge sample box of dicks. I received about 50 dicks in the mail that I did not order. And it was a company wanting to work with my brand. Like, hey, we love your Instagram. We want you to sell our products, whatever. Here's some of our stuff. If you like it, set up a wholesale account with us. Um, so come to find out, I already purchased some of their products through a wholesaler. So I was like, cool, now I can work directly with them, save some coin. But they sent me the sweetest, kindest letter. And I I needed that last week. It's It was just an expression of gratitude for being a woman-owned business and their business is woman-owned. And they commented on an article I was in. Like they did their research and I probably had this package for like three days. And then the guy found my professional goddess Instagram or slutchpreneur Instagram, same thing, and reached out to me there like, hey, I'm trying to get in touch with you, sent you a package. I was like, damn, you are a detective. I was like, I got your package. We're just finishing up the Valentine's Day sale. Like, I'll, we want to open account. But that stuff takes a lot of time. Sometimes it could take the whole day, like going through all uh, the line sheets they sent me with the hundreds of products they have. But now I got like, ah, I got the fucking creme de la creme, like vibrators, wands, dildos, bullets, cock rings, you name it. Some really cool stuff. So going to be doing some giveaways on the Horny Stoner Instagram at Horny Stoner. I might even do some on my personal Instagram at Miss Mothership. Just, you know, I want to give you all some dicks. I got way too many dicks in this house. And crazy enough, on the outside of the box, the packing slip said like, like little bit naughty fuck machine, like all the names of the samples in the box. It was a long list of very graphic names. And I'm just like, do I love or hate what the post office thinks about me? Honestly, like my mailman's the coolest dude in the world. Shout out to Rob. He even made me, he hand sewed a jacket for me like two Christmases ago. Cause I was like, I like your jacket. And he was like, oh, I just bought the zip up on eBay and patched these, all these like mail patches to it. And I was like, it's so cool. And then the next week he like got me my own little white cotton, like Hanes zip up jacket. And he had his wife stitched these, like, you know, you can Google like mailman packages or whatever, or patches. And there was this one of like this space girl, like riding a spaceship with a box of mail in her hand, just like so on brand. And I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. Like not weird at all. I tip you a few hundred bucks every year. Like this isn't weird, right? (laughs) But he's so cool. And I don't know. You got to love your mailman. You know, they take care of you. But my, oh, oh my God. And then my, is this going to be like a an update episode? Is that's what's going on? Yeah, I think this might be a February updates episode. What do you guys think about that? You're just going to let me ramble. <laughs> 
if you're enjoying this so far, make sure to stay tuned for next week's episode and we'll get into all the upselling and marketing. I'm going to record it for you today, but I really, I haven't sat and chatted with you guys in a while. So we're just going, we're going to keep chatting, even though I'm just talking to a microphone in a room by myself, hoping someone's listening. Okay. So then my neighbor calls me and she's like, Hey honey, um, the other day we were leaving out the neighborhood and there was a mailman that couldn't get through the gate and he had he had a package. He was just leaving it at the front of the gate, front of the neighborhood. I told him, sir, you can't do that. That is not an address. You can't just leave it up here. And she's like, this is... <laughs> She goes, she was telling me that this has like happened to her before. And um, she knew it was me because the guy was like, it's for this number, this house or whatever. And he was like, yeah, it's, it's for Rebecca Blue. I was like, oh, because my neighbor's calling me. She's like, yeah, but the package is for Rebecca Blue. Does that person live at your house? And like, <clears throat> all I'm thinking is do not Google Rebecca Blue. Don't do it. Don't do it. Please don't. <laughs> Because already, you guys, already, my HO, the HOA, what's like the president, his daughter follows me on Instagram and I have pull sat for him before. So like, I'm already thinking the connection of like, does the daughter tell uh, HOA president about my line of work? Does the neighborhood know? You know, because it's a small little country community, you know, you know, these are like Christian what are the people that travel the country and uh, missionaries? All you got to do is explain the definition and then the word will come to you. But they're literally, they have invited us to church before. And I'm like, are they saying that? Because we they look like we need church. Is it tattoos? I don't know. I'm, I'm just used to that, you know? So I'm just like, oh, Rebecca Blue. Yeah, I just, you know, I use an alias on my packages sometimes. Like that's that's just my Amazon alias for privacy. You know, you understand, you know, she's just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, okay, okay. You know, just neighborly talk. And um, I'm like, yeah, you know, I got to, you know, get back to work. And she's like, well, you work hard, honey, so that you can retire. You know, we just started retirement. Retirement life is good and just wouldn't stop talking about retirement. And I was just like, I got to go. I'll talk to you later, Kathy. Love you. Thanks for, you know, shaming the mailman about leaving a, a box at the front of the gate. Lo and behold, the box actually was a gift uh, off my wish list, some really sexy knee-high boots, but really cheap knee-high boots. They were probably like 40 bucks, but like slutty cheap. And (laughs) so I got the shoes and I was like, all that drama for this. I'll take it. I'll take it. So what else has happened this February? It was Miss Sasha Gray and Noodle's birthday to my dog. Sasha Gray turned three and Noodle's turned 16, you guys. Um, I won't make this too emotional, but when your dog has reached that age of, okay, it could be any time, you know, and I've been through this before, so hopefully this might help somebody. But you kind of just start to disassociate with the dog's health at that point. You just want to make sure they're comfortable and happy. And I find myself like, I used to be like, oh, I need to take pictures of him all the time. I never know when it'll be the last picture. But with my last one that passed, Indo, I honestly, the pictures of her and her really old age actually hurt me more than helped me. They like, they just make me more sad because I can tell she's tired and in a little more pain. So I found myself kind of like not doing 
doing that as much and just kind of disassociating with the fact that it could be any time. And what's even more crazy is, you know, two years ago is when he started his heart medication. So the vet was like, oh, it could be like three to six months. And it's been like another two years. So at this point, like, I'm like, ride it out, dude. You know, the thing is, sometimes it's easier when a pet passes when it's like, like urgent and out of nowhere, because it's just like, bam, okay, done. But sometimes it's harder when it's like long and drawn out. So I've learned to you really just you can't spend those last few years just being sad and like super just like sympathetic. And I mean, obviously sympathetic, but just like a disaster. You just have to take all those moments when they, you know, slip and slide and fall on the floor and just, you know, laugh and go, oh, my old little man, like he's keep trucking along and just making it a little more comedic. And like I said, disassociating a little bit and I've found myself in the grand scheme of things when I think about it from an outward point of view that it feels a little easier right now. And I feel like I can telepathically kind of talk to Indo because if she's in my thoughts, she's still in my heart. So I I tell her like, hey, whenever you need noodles, like you let me know, like I know you'll you'll take them when it's time. And I find comfort in that. So happy birthday, noodles. You sweet 16. You kicking along. But yeah, having a a pet live so long and thinking about who you were when you had them at first, it really just puts in perspective time. It's crazy. I did a chair dance class last Friday. I met with these two girls who live kind of local. One of them, Marmalade Nails, the owner of Marmalade Nails. She actually moved down to my state a year or two ago. And it was crazy. She, I recommended my realtor to her and she ended up using him. So all these like weird divine, like universal links to each other. Like she's a female CEO. Her husband works with her. She really grew huge during the pandemic and was looking to get a better cost of living down here and and all sorts of things. So we met up along with a girl who helps with a ton of local dog rescues who goes to these chair and pole classes. We were like, hey, let's get together, but like, let's do something fun. So we went and ate some wine, ate some wine, ate some appetizers and had some wine, Um, got to really know each other. And I keep saying I'm 30, even though I'm 29, because I'm trying to like just get used to to being 30. (laughs) But Marmalade Nails owner, she's in her 30s, and the lovely, lovely hairstylist slash savior of all dogs. Um, She's in, I think, late 30s, maybe 40s, maybe just turned 40, can't remember. But it was like such, such an interesting pot of people, and we had delightful, deep conversations. Like one of them had some ayahuasca experience, so we fully dived into like spiritual, mental health, and was just like, you know, when you sit down with someone and you were just so interested in what they have to say and just this like crazy cool vibe. And then we went to this class and the divine feminine energy in this class was spec fucking tacular. Y'all know, put a pole in front of me and I am back to 18 year old self first time in a strip club loving, soaking up every minute of it about to live her full fucking dream. It was like just jumping right back on the saddle. We spent an hour and a half doing the sexy chair dance. We were all rolling around, sweating, cheering each other on. And I was just so proud of myself, y'all. I have been such a rain checker during these colder months. You know, you wake up some days and you're just like, I am going to be in my PJs all day. I am not going out and meeting up for coffee. I just can't. 
I just can't. I can't explain why, but I can't. I might even make up an excuse to make it seem like I actually can't, even though I just don't want to sort of thing. So it was really cool to do that. I felt so proud of myself. I'm also on day four of not drinking. I have a problem. I have a... I've probably drank in every day for the past six to eight months. Granted, I am a self-sabotager. That's how I cope. It's my coping skills, my unhealthy coping skills. But I I just, you know, a few days ago, I was like, look, when the alcohol runs out in the house, I'm going to try to go a day without drinking, knowing that like I, if it's not in the house, I won't do it. So I'm on day four now. I'm sleeping a lot better eating good. I'd like to throw in some working out in there, but my liver needs a break. Got some blood work done in December. I, I, I don't even remember what I've shared with you guys. Um, I think I've talked about that a little bit, but liver was working a little too hard. So we're trying to do a little detox. And I told my partner, I was like, this would be so much easier if I had like a reward at the end of this, like 30 days, no drinking, like what's the reward. And then I was like, you know, if there's a reward, I'm just going to immediately going to want to start drinking to celebrate. And he was like, the reward is not drinking. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) whoa, crazy. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm trying to think about that perspective, but we had company in town uh, first, second week of February. It was really nice to have company over, you know, you buy a house, you want to invite people over, but then you realize how once someone's in your house for more than two days, you're like, get the fuck out. So it was really nice. And you could tell he, and he's like a childhood friend of my partner's, but you could tell he really wanted to stay another day. He was actually leaving during the day to do some work stuff down here. So he it wasn't like too invasive or anything. Love the guy. But it was just funny, the conversation. You could tell he was like trying to ask to stay another day, but didn't want to be like intruding or anything. And we're just like, just spit it out, dude. Tell us you're having fun and you want to stay another day. So he stayed and... We had a delightful, magical time in the woods, you know, doing some forging, wink, wink. Had a a really, really good time. So I've been on a a good perspective kick ever since then. It, I'm just going to say this because we've already had some mushroom episodes on here. But this was the first time I remember I was washing my hands when this was happening and it felt like my arms, like I was looking down washing my hands and I didn't feel like in control of my body. I just felt like my soul was in a, like a rented vessel. <laughs> and I, ah, this is so crazy to talk about because if you know, you know, like I was laying down kind of drifting off into some different dreams coming back and I'm like, I had, y'all, I had the realization that I was just visiting. Like when I became kind of conscious in the the form, the human form I'm in, I was like, when I open my eyes, like I'm literally just visiting. And when I close my eyes and drift off into a dream, I'm visiting somewhere else. So like, where am I? Where is my soul? And then it makes you think about when you die, like when you do like close your eyes, your heart stops and you leave this vessel, like where does it really go? You know, can I only teleport and dimension hop if my heart beats beating? Like what? Where does the transition happen? I don't know. Who knows? (laughs) The Super Bowl was pretty crazy. The Twitter comments I was reading, you know, there's a lot of people saying how underwhelming the performance was. 
But Rihanna was pregnant, I believe. And the Twitter comment I read that got to me the most was how someone said, you know, a rock star could stand there. He could sing his whole motherfucking discography. And we would all cheer and praise him and be like, you know, such an icon. But God forbid a woman doesn't go up there and, you know, run around the stage and do acrobatic things and all the things, then it's underwhelming. And that's that put some perspective into me because I was sitting there I had had a bunch of drinks and I was singing every song hit after hit because I just love, you know, a lot of her songs. But then afterwards, when it was over, I was like, oh, it, you know, there was a cool contrast with the red and like the backup dancers killed it. But there was a part of me that thought it was a little underwhelming. I mean, you're talking after... J-Lo was on the stripper pole, you know, you think about the Lady Gaga performance, you know, fucking Justin Timberlake, Janet Jackson, all this craziness. And to have something like just go right and well makes you question it. But I really thought that comment made a lot of sense because I was like, you know what, if the Rolling Stones or whoever was up there just singing their songs with the band, everyone would have had a, you know, loved it. But God forbid, you know, a woman or Rihanna goes up there, you know, pours her heart out and fully covered and dressed that it's not enough. So, yeah. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed just catching up with me. I got a a fun few weeks ahead. I can't wait to tell you what's going on with the book. I have a a few different ideas. I would like to get the audio version up for you as soon as possible, available on Kindle, or it will be available on Kindle. So that's in the works. I'm trying to figure out if I want to work with a publisher like Amazon so that you can actually just buy the hard copy through Amazon and I would just get like a portion of it after every sale versus having to invest and buy a ton of books and having to house them in my house. That's a little bit riskier. The local publisher I just worked with, they I won't say they're slow because they take their time and they want to make it right, but a lot of things get overlooked. And when it comes to how the book feels in your hands, how the shades of pink are, like all that stuff's really important to me. Like I want every little square inch of this book to feel lovely in every way. So I don't know, that's where it gets difficult in business because you pay more for better stuff or, you know, you pay less and you get what you pay for. So you have to find that middle ground so that you can still, you know, make it a profitable decision and whatnot. That's what's happening with the book, with the book, But I think that's all I got. Just another reminder, tax season is here. Make sure you sluts get organized. I have been using QuickBooks. I like it. I give it to my CPA. He does all the shit. And that's how I like it. I can't do this shit myself. I have at least four or five different entities I have to file taxes for. So QuickBooks has helped organize it all. It's been really helpful with payroll. This is not sponsored. I pay fully for that shit. In the past, I have recommended GoDaddy Bookkeeping, but they closed that service, which is why I had to haphazardly move to QuickBooks this year. But really, I'm happy that decision was made. So, All right, bitches. I hope you have a lovely rest of your day. Make sure to listen to the episode right after this. We're going to get into the upselling your menu as an online sex worker. Some tips and tricks I use to get the most bang for my buck and to turn that dollar into 10, that 10 into 100, that 100 into 1,000. I love you. Make lots of money, honey, and drop a five-star review if the feeling is mutual. All right, bye, guys. 
It's the end of the show, so time to plug myself and pay some bills. So lube up. If you want to keep the show going and learn more about myself and my empire, you can check more out at professionalgoddess.com. My YouTube, mentorships, ebook series, and everything else is linked in the description of this episode, as always. And remember, every time you leave a five-star review, a slutpreneur has an orgasm. So keep the big O's coming. Connect with your fellow girl gang in the Sletchpreneur Squad Facebook group at cehose.com. That's cehose.com. You can also just search Professional Goddesses in the Facebook search bar and it should come right up. Plus, we have a Discord chat, which is our triple X chat to help our fellow sluts out. You can get this link through the Facebook group or just shoot me an email. We'll get you in there. And lastly, if you want to get all up inside me, follow my free OnlyFans at Rebecca Blue with two Ks and my explicit page at Rebecca Rabbit. Now, all you have to do is put in OnlyFans.com backslash my username. I also offer shout outs, which can be purchased at RebeccaBlue.com or just private message me on OnlyFans. So I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day. And as always, refuse to be anything but successful. Go make that money, honey. I'll see you queens next Wednesday. Bye. Bye.